when you have an opportunity to learn something that can very quickly prepare you for any conversation to be a little more flexible, a little bit more considerate, more relatable, trust happens, results happen. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSP Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. COOs and HR directors are always looking for ways to provide resources and to elevate their leadership teams. At Meetup and DSB Leadership Group provides leadership development and coaching, and yet we are always looking for ways to add value to our clients, our C-suite members, our HR directors. Some of those include additional productivity and performance platforms. Our next guest is a true specialist. He's an expert with DISC Behavioral Assessment Tool, and he is in the field of leadership development and self-awareness. Please help us welcome my friend Keith Dahl, the founder and chief architect of BeKinetic a communication-centric consultant firm with a focus on how to go to market with your team's sales strategies and growth implementation. Keith believes that life is a team sport, so strive to surround yourself with the best players in the world to succeed. He values a collaborative spirit, a way to approach providing the best resources for your clients. So why not leverage people like Keith, his organization, so that you could get the best for your leadership teams. Keith, welcome to the program. How are you today, bud? Doing great. Thanks for having me, gents. This is Danny. We're excited to have Keith on the program, as David said. Now, in our organization, we consult, we work with a lot of entrepreneurs. And at times, they ask us to come in as a fractional CRO, a fractional VP of sales. And I will tell you, a lot of the issues come from the fact that they don't know their employees and they don't know their personalities. It has morphed, it has formed over the years, and we know that it's really helped to understand your employees. And we know that DISC is an acronym, it stands for dominance, influence, steadiness, and consciousness. But before we get into your organization, be kinetic, Keith, and your work as a DISC facilitator and your leadership development consultant today, could you tell us a little bit about your leadership journey? What led you to start Be Kinetic? So I have been in some kind of sales or sales leadership role for 35 years at some point. It's all I've ever really known. And like many people, you, you pick up whatever things you can from those around you, leaders, peers. If it works, you try it. If it doesn't work, you whatever. And But what I recognize is we tend to fall into what is natural and most comfortable for us, our behavioral style, our communication style. And and so there were some times when I was saying and doing all the things the way I had been taught to, 
and yet it felt as though it was it was just failing miserably and i was scratching my head couldn't figure those things out and as my career progressed i had an opportunity of worked as a very specifically in the, uh, the sales and leadership development and training and so this would have been probably circa 2009 2010 when i was first exposed to this thing called disc now I will probably give some hints to my disc style as we go along, but when I first saw it, this seems like some kind of kumbaya team building thing. You know, I've been through things that HR have done that have been amazing, and then I've been through things HR has done where it seemed like a check in the box, and initially, this seemed like a bit of a check in the box. However, when I looked at the results, that's when I had my first big punch in the face about self-awareness to recognize if this is my style and it's based upon the questions I answered. So it's my data. It's not some guru guessing. When I looked at the data and realized, wow, my style could have inadvertently created or at least exacerbated so many of those situations that I look back on and wonder what happened. And that was the click that I needed to say, wait a second, if there's a better way to do it, to get the results I want to be taking full advantage of it, but secondarily, I don't want to be leaving money on the table and 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 napalming relationships by sitting, walking in with the broccoli stuck in my teeth and nobody told. And so that was kind of my first awareness of, and now my passion for, like you have to at least consider putting this into your every single conversation. And the reason I give, it's happening all around you, whether you want to admit it or not. So when you have an opportunity to learn something that can very quickly prepare you for any conversation to be a little more flexible, a little bit more considerate, more relatable, trust happens, results happen. And, and so I'm excited to dig into this in whichever direction you guys want to take it. Keith, this is David. And I can tell you this from meeting you, being around you, going through training with you, going through understanding DISC on a very basic level, I love that you said, you yourself professionally came to this point where you had this self-actualization. You said, look, I, I've got to become more aware of how this can impact my growth as a leader. And if you saw that for yourself, the challenge for a lot of people is saying, how do we see this for their organization? How do we see this for their leadership teams? And I love that you're saying, let's go beyond just a, the surface of what DISC is. Let's go deeper and see how understanding how to communicate, how to understand your leadership teams can make all the difference in your organization. I love that. But before we go on, I've got to ask you, how did you come up with the name Be Kinetic? And what does your organization actually provide besides being the DISC facilitator? Okay, perfect. So Be Kinetic started literally a spark off a Facebook post that I saw. So each year, at least prior to COVID, you know, each year I would go someplace warm, someplace tropical, my reward trip, little uh, personal retreats, uh, goal setting and such. And so I was down in Tamarinda, Costa Rica, uh, late 2018. And somebody had come back a day on the beach doing all the fun stuff that I designed to do. And someone posted something on Facebook. I checked real quick just to see if anything earth shattering was happening um, and tempted to post, oh, look where I am. It's nice and warm. Uh, and somebody put out one of those, your power word for next year is going to be start with the first letter of your first name. Like, that's just stupid. Kinetic. <laughs> oh, kinetic. 
And, and, I, and I'm one of those, I'm fascinated by science, but not enough to be a scientist. And so as soon as I said it, the first thing that popped in mind was my sixth grade you know, science teacher. There's two types of energy. There's kinetic energy and potential energy. And maybe, and as I found out, it was more of where I was at the time. Why would you want to be potential if you could, oh crap, be kinetic? And that's what sparked it. But it was a realization there's too much untapped potential out there in business and in life. And, and now, you know, looking back a few years later, a little self-reflection, it was probably my own self saying, hey, it's time to do something. And I think obviously with COVID, it, it pushed a lot of different people to reconsider what they were doing for business and how they were doing. And, and certainly then I had a company created. So when the time came, you know, in, in 2021, decided to go ahead and make that leap. I love how you brought up science because uh, my background is science and I did a double major in mechanical engineering physics. So okay. I love how you talk about the difference between uh, potential and kinetic energy. Talk a little bit more that word. It just sometimes words get people moving. It gets them excited. And that's what I liked about it. And, and then I brought Jen on and she created a beautiful logo for it too to have some fun with it. Uh, but to me, kinetic was it's energy, right? It's energy management. How are you focusing your energy on who or what? And, and if you're just kind of sitting back and you're like, well, and you're, you're thinking about thinking about it. So to me, kinetic is just being proactive. What is proactive? You, you want to start a business? Great. Think proactively. What, if, if I had to, what are the things that would have to happen? If you're going to be scheduling or scheduling for a meeting, okay, this could be tough. Am I just going to, oh, oh, well, let's see what happens. Or am I going to proactively prepare for this to make certain that I'm confident, all my energy and all my focus where it needs to be. Even simple things like turning on, do not disturb and silencing messages and closing things out. So you can be hyper-focused, your energy focused on what matters most to achieve your goals or your focus mattered most on other people that are probably important to help you fix your goals or hit your goals rather. Well, a couple of things. This is Danny that stands out to me. And a lot of things stood out to me when you were speaking because that's kind of my background, your sales background, uh, how you came up with your name. And then we, we'll have to do an episode of how we came up with that meetup, my company's name as well. <laughs> what is that meetup? Uh, but I love how you brought it all together. And one of the things that really sticks out to our community is this aspect of sales and sales leadership. And, and the fact that you say, if you're going to start a business or you're going to do anything, you, you have to have that energy, you have to be at it. I like to think that you have to be at it and you have to have that same energy when it comes to learning who you are, learning your leadership style, but also learning your employees and making sure you help them to be better, help them to be able to articulate work with your clients a little bit better. I know this is going to be a very broad question, but at Be Kinetic, how do you help sales leaders coach and understand how to help their employees. And that's a big question. We don't have to get all into it right now because we'll get all we'll get into it in more depth over the next couple of minutes. But at Be Kinetic, it's not just having the right energy to start this great, amazing company. It's not just helping people understand what their disc profile is. But in more in depth, why is it important to understand your disc profile? And then how can that help you be a better leader to help lead your people? So, so we are a go-to-market advisory firm, all things sales and marketing, to make sure literally, generally, sales and marketing married together, working in that fashion. DISC, both as a tool and as a, as a philosophy, is woven into your outbound messages on your, on your website, your marketing campaigns, and your strategies. And then let's say that marketing is tailoring those messages 
and call to actions to hit directly with your ICP, now the inbound is coming in. Well, if sales does what sales always did, now that that little bit of rapport, that little bit of connection that was made through the marketing efforts are going to fall flat because the salespeople are going to dump all their features and benefits. So part of it is making certain that both sides, sales and marketing are the same team. You might be in two different parts of the building. You are the same team. So you should be working together with your you know, United Messages. Then leadership, a lot of times, you're just sitting there watching sales and marketing fight like brother and sister. And sometimes they come in as the critical parent. And sometimes they come in as like, well, we'll just let them figure it. So from my standpoint, and you mentioned the, the four disc styles, I, I look at let's simplify communication. Let's simplify the process. If we know that Ds tend to focus on results, a lot of other characteristics, but results tends to be their thing. Eyes want to be the people and fun part of whatever is happening. That's important to them at a core level. The S's are the stability. They worship the status quo. So if you're going to disrupt it, you need to take that in consideration and you need to do it in such a way that it's going to be hand in hand, seamless, because chances are the S's in an organization are the ones that are going to get dumped on anytime they're changing platforms, changing anything going on. They're going to worry first about the team and the company before themselves. So you have to take those considerations in from a coaching standpoint, selling standpoint, leadership as well. And then the C styles, the I like to call the conscientious, I call them the critical thinkers. If you're not coming with data and process and a precedent or a step-by-step -step to this wild idea that you have, you're not going to get buy-in and chances are they might be giving some pushback. So when I recognize those to, to with leaders, like if you have some general insights, just a guess, do they talk about things and tasks or do they talk about people and feelings? Just pausing enough to do that can make you go, hmm, I might need to change my approach. Even if it's still not great, it's still going to be better than what it was before. And that's why I mentioned self-awareness. What is my style? Pros and cons. And then situational awareness, not everybody might be wired the same way as I am. If they or the conversation is important to me, I should take the ownership to tweak and adjust my style a little bit to at least try to meet them halfway. We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs, let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Pigs don't have to fly for you to retire a millionaire. Optimize how you spend. 
save and grow your money with the Millionaire Me app. Millionaire Me was designed to help Gens X, Y, and Z become after-tax millionaires in retirement. Even if you haven't started saving, you can get started. Get all the tools that you'll need in one easy-to-use app to get you toward your goal of retiring as a millionaire. So remember, pigs don't have to fly for you to retire a millionaire. Go to the App Store, download the app to get started, and even now you could join in their campaign this month entitled the March Forward Savings Challenge. Get started and learn how to become that millionaire. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast, and we will send you that special discount code at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. This is David Keith, and, and I love where we're going with this conversation. And for our listening audience out there, if you love the content, you love the conversations, you love the guests that we bring on, make sure you're downloading these episodes and you're keeping in touch with what we're providing because this benefits not just our listening audience, it benefits the organizations that we serve. You talk so much about self-awareness. You mentioned how we've got to look at being a leader that has situational awareness. And I think that's the challenge for a lot of leaders. They go in, like you said, they have this mindset, they have this idea, this is how I want to lead. And before I ask you my question, Keith, I heard somebody explain DISC in this way. And, and tell me if this is so true, because I, I know my style, I'm more of a high I, and, and I know my twin, even though we're identical twins, we're not exactly the same in that way. He's more of a D. Uh, he, does, he does have that science engineering background that brings that curiosity where he has to break everything down and understand it. But I heard somebody describe DISC in this way. It's four people getting on an elevator and that the D is the guy that has to press the button. What floor do you want to go to? What floor do you want to go to? Right? And, and so you have the I who's like the cheerleader. He's got to know everybody's name. He's got to know their background, what, what, what their career path has been. How, you know, he, he's got to know that, right? So it's kind of like all these guys have different roles in an elevator, and it's just a short ride. And, and yeah. I guess that goes to the point that if you're a leader and you're really thinking about how to bring the best out of your people because diversity matters, diversity of team matters, and the more diversity you welcome in terms of thought, the greater opportunity your team can uh, literally grow and have success. So as a sales leader, that means you've got to take the time to really think through how you're going to set your team up for success because when you do and they believe that you want the best for them, it actually benefits the team even more. Can you talk a little bit about how you've seen that result in the leaders that you've trained that when they've gone through taking the time to plan to actually think through their members, how they've had greater results? So absolutely. And I actually, I have a, a quick story that came to mind as you were explaining the, the elevator situation. So uh, I was working with a, an architecture firm. It's actually a architecture slash engineering. There's a little bit of a blur. And I know those that play in the space, sometimes it, it can't be one or quick. But anyway, they were both architecture and engineering. And one of the one of the, the owners, one of the partners in the firm, uh, after some of the training, I had shared, I had one of the attendees had shared some info with me. Now, this person was that I that you're talking about that, that appreciates the affirmation, not a, 
you know, pat on the head every time they do something, but when they spend extra time after hours, do an exceptional job, go above and beyond, and they 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 really appreciate having him. So when I gave the feedback to the owner, who was a hardcore CS, not too untypical for an architecture engineering, and this person is an ID, completely opposite ends of the spectrum. I'm happy to have, as long as I'm having fun, I feel appreciated, I'll do the work to get the results, team player, rah, rah. And he was just, spent all this time. So when I told, she was mortified. She adores this person, was just through the roof of his excitement about how he killed this project and the effort. But the fact that she, her brain wasn't programmed, her program program would say, hey, you did all the things, got it in on time, it was under budget, great job on those. But it was not the, hey, let's go ahead and grab some lunch or something and, and really show my appreciation. So there was just, it wasn't that she did a poor job. There was just so much more she could have done that would have resonated with this person. And that's when I say self and situational awareness. A lot of times, particularly as leaders, we've got so many things going on. We've got our own plan. We've got others yelling and screaming at us. So we can be very myopic in our approach. And when those times come, we go back to our default. And your default is whatever your natural style is going to be on your disk assessment. And I fought with PhDs about it. And the funny thing is, every reason why they protest that it doesn't work and it doesn't make sense are reasons that usually support their results on their assessment. I'm glad you uh, stood up for yourself, Keith. This is Danny, and you fought the PhDs on it. It is very important. Uh, earlier in the intro, in the beginning, you said that you're going to give people hints on what your disk profile is. And I was just curious on when you found out what your disk profile was, how did that change you and your perception as a leader? Because a lot of times leaders are just not aware. People are just sometimes just, they're just not aware. They just, it's like putting on their pants every day. It's brushing teeth every day. It's just going through the motions of, of being a business leader. They're just not aware. So tell me, what did you learn about yourself when you found out what your disc profile was and how did that eye-opening awareness change you as a leader? Great question. Great question. And again, the, the epitome of self-awareness. So re- one of the reasons I say self-awareness and situational awareness is I, I was the number one offender, at least in my space for a while or potentially. And so I don't want others to make the same mistake. You know, we've heard that adage. But I think, so I, I tease a little bit. So I am a, a very, very high D with quite a bit of C in me. Not enough to be your process creator, but the person that's going to take your process and run with it to get results. So when I was first introduced to DISC, it was through a sales training that was marketed of proven process to get results or get results with a proven process. It spoke directly to a DC, results with a proven process. I'm like, okay, I'm in it. But the DISC thing was like, eh. But when I started going it, so what I did is I almost weaponized the training because I'm like, it's results and it's proven. So I did all the things. And there were some times where I look back and I could say, I said, and I did everything the right way, but as mom likes to say, I said it the wrong way. I didn't take these into consideration. And by the way, when I had it, there's usually, most of them usually have an adaptive style. Here's something that you might need to work towards to be more successful. Some could be self-fulfilling prophecies. No, my case, it had a very long adaptive arrow going into the eye. 
So if you're going to be training, you're going to be coaching, you're going to be giving presentations, podcasts, you're going to have to be this professional chameleon in some cases. But I am a very introverted and personal person. So in some cases, the idea of going out to 200 people and talking to them or going to a networking, like, oh, like it is just, it kills me. But when I started recognizing DISC, I'm like, wait, lean into some of these things. Make it easier for you. Oh, makes it a lot more comfortable for others. So I was trying to do my best within my style was actually making things awkward or uncomfortable for some others. And the big thing that clicked for me was someone I'd worked with for about two years. And then I, I just at some point, because we were getting closer, the eye came out a little bit more. And, and made some comments that I wouldn't have normally made. And she goes, I like this Keith better than the other. And it hurt, but at the same time, and she just celebrated her birthday and we're still friends now after nine and a half, 10 years almost. Um, and a huge, she has closed more business than I know anybody else based upon DISC. So that was a huge wake up call for me. And the reason why I recognize, okay, this person's an S, I'm a D. We are complete polar opposites in some instances, but when I can pause and not make it about me and recognize they care about stability, they care about their team, they care about making sure that this thing happens seamlessly and benefits all, I now know what their potential objections are on a sales call or in a coaching call, and I can come prepared with tone. Notice how my tone is adjusted to speak to that S. I can now be able to be a peer-to-peer conversation. I know what their motivations and their fears likely are. And the more I can learn about secondary styles through our combo, now all of a sudden it's the, you know, Keith has a reputation for being a tough leader, but when I had a situation, he came in and he was awesome. Like we just, it was so comfortable. It was so natural. Now Keith might have to go take a 20 minute nap afterwards because stretching the comfort zone, I'm I'm working out of my natural. But I would challenge all the leaders or or salespeople for that matter is if your people are truly important to you, are you willing to be a little masochistic for five or 10 minutes to prep for the meeting so that way it's productive for them, hint, which means more productivity for you, right? The more productive they are, the more likely they're going to work with you, probably the less hand-holding they're going to need as well. So you're creating self-sufficiency, better culture, better performance, and you as the leader just have to take a five, 10 minutes to prep for the meeting or perhaps adjust your style a little bit during the conversation. Oh, darn. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite 
put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Keith, this is David, and uh, and I want to highlight something that you said earlier, and I'm trying to use a little wisdom in terms of what I pick because you're so much there that you did. I want to unpack, but let me first of all say that opposites can attract, and when you look at this this profile, you can look at that, and if you if you understand really the motivators behind your leaders, what they value, you're not going to be afraid to go there with them. You're not going to be afraid to say, I've got to adjust how I communicate with them so that I can bring the best out of them. Because we all know that teams, the, the best teams, you talk about any type of activities, sports, they generally fall back to one thing. They trusted each other. They had this sense of chemistry. So I love how you said that. And so I want to put, touch on something that, that you kind of highlighted earlier. And, and, and maybe this is something that you get often asked, but we all have default settings. Maybe we get tired. Maybe we, we just, you know, we come into a situation with our, our, our best face on. And yet when things are relaxed, our old self comes out. So I want to ask you about natural versus adaptive styles. And when you think about natural, it's, it's something that you, who you are when no one is looking. It's, it's who you are when, when there's no judgment, no one's around. This is the kind of person you are. That's who you are all alone. That's your natural style. But then when we show up to work or we show up to meetings, we, we put on this what I call adaptive kind of approach to leadership. What are your thoughts with leaders who may not realize they can revert back to this natural style and they don't keep the principles of DISC? Maybe they need more time to see the benefits, the growth of leading people and getting the results of helping their people to bring the best out of them. But what are your thoughts to leaders to say, look, be patient. It's going to take some time. Don't revert back to that natural style, so to speak. Great question. And I'm going to go to a, to a phrase that was given to me by a mentor several years ago that as simple as it was, was a little eye-opening. Are you reacting to situations or are you responding to them? And as I tie into it, self and situational awareness, if I'm frustrated, I'm that D style. If I'm frustrated, I know Anything that comes out of my mouth, my facial expression, my tone, like it's not going to be the, the side of me that I would like to present in more cases than not. So then it's a pause. And I will ask my, in my head, how, how do, should I, how should I respond to this? Because right now I'm posed to react to it, right? So those were some intentional things that I did. I want to be a better human being, better professional, better leader, better, whatever the case might be. So if you're focusing on how do I respond appropriately instead of default to that reaction, you know, when, you know, C styles, they're risk adverse, big time risk adverse. So if you're not aware of that yourself and somebody's talking about, hey, we're going to, like, no, no, they're going to instantly shut it down. Like my earlier reference with the PhDs of the board that were talking about DISC being pseudoscience, and I'm trying not to chuckle, the director of marketing, who is a huge fan of, of, of DISC, is also taking herself off camera because she's watching them prove to the audience why DISC is a, applicable here simply by how they were pushing back. 
So I think it's the, you're going to default to whatever that style typically wants to be in their little happy comfort zone or a much, much amplified version of it, way too much of a good thing. So if you're focused on how do I respond and communicate appropriately, knowing whatever intel I know about myself and others, and, and I, I, I can do breakdowns of this in two and a half minutes, people, it does not take an insane amount of, of work. Obviously, if your whole team is assessed, it makes it a little bit easier. You've got a bit of a cheat sheet, but at the same time, just paying attention. Do they talk about things or, or tasks? They talk about people or feelings. Are they a little more energetic or a little more reserved? Worst case scenario, you could probably guess and be 50-50 correct going into any conversation just based upon that. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSB Leadership and visit us online at dsbleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.